Okay, I believe we are recording. Oh, okay. Right, let's uh, not do it, but to do it. You ready? I should turn on the AC just in case. Alexa, set nest mode to off. It's off. Okay. I want to scream so loud for you. Because I'm so proud of you. And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do. I know I act a fool, but I promise you I'm going back to school. I appreciate what you allow for me, and I just want you to be proud. I want to tell the whole world about a friend of mine. This little light of mine, I'm finna let it shine. I'm finna take y'all back to them better times. I'm finna talk about my mama if y'all don't mind. I was three years old when you and I moved to the shy. Late December, harsh winter gave me a cold. You fixed me up something that was good for my soul. Famous homie chicken soup, can I have another bowl? You work late night. Just to keep on the lights Mommy got me training wheels So I can keep on my bike And you would give me anything in this world Michael Jackson left the end of the club But didn't get me on curl And you never put no man over me And I love you for that Mommy can't you see Seven years old Caught you with tears in your eyes Cause a nigga Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast I am one of your hosts Rafael Marquez Castaneda Your other host is I'm a host? No Okay, good. Your other host is busy sleeping off a drunk. <laughs> to make up for the fact that we're down a host, I made sure to get two great guests. First, welcome back to the show, live and in person, Superfan Megan. Hello, Allison people. How are you? I'm oh, sure. Oh, and hello, mothers. Happy Mother's Day. I'm sure they are all screaming at the phone right now that they are doing fine. Speaking of mothers, welcome back to the show, Mother of the Year candidate, Lauren Kelly. Hi, thank you. Um, before we get into anything, I was supposed to say the names of the shows, but you people know what the fuck we're talking about. It's Allison. Um, Megan, did you have any shout outs? Oh, I didn't prepare any. Shout out, shout out to anyone that I usually shout out. Um, shout out to Lee. I, I think I'm getting one of his 3D printed piggy banks, which I'm very excited about. Um, and shout out to the moms. Yes. Um, very quickly, I will shout out um, all the moms out there, all the people with no kids, difficulty having kids, people that never wanted kids, uh, anybody, everyone. Just shout out to them. Wow, and um, not dog moms. Feeny's right there, and you say nothing. And to all the dog moms. And cat moms. And cat moms. Snake moms, rat moms. All the cowboy daddies also. Cowboy daddies, shout out. <laughs> um, Lauren, do you have any shout outs? Um, I just want to shout out uh, you and Lisa, Raffi. Uh, for just being awesome all the time and and being great. Thank you. You don't have to lie. <laughs> um, speaking of Lisa, I told her she took notes for Monday uh, before we realized she couldn't be here. So I have a very weird uh, note. That's a, indecipherable. A, a, a picture of her notes that I'm going to try to do the Monday show off of. So forgive me if this is uh, awful. 
All right. Oh, wait. Go on, Megan. <laughs> Before we start the show, we've got to check the BFF uh, voicemails. If you want to call, leave a voicemail, 818-BFF-0732. And boy, we've got a couple of humdingers here. <laughs> First off, we have... Hello, BFFers. Rocky, Lisa. Hope you guys are doing well. Rocky, I hope you had a nice birthday. Yeah, Saturday, what is it, 11.45? Oh, I'm running. The curtain. I haven't called yet this week. I've been so inconsistent. Sorry, guys. Um, I know my last week call was actually from the week before and a whole bunch of other stuff. Still have a lot to say because I'm like behind on everything. So I did want to say hello to everyone. I hope you guys are doing well. And I'll try and think of something fun for next week. Don't count on stuff. Have a good day. Thank you, Demian. Thank you for calling. Even if it's uh, late, even if you haven't listened, we just appreciate the call. I'm going to go with the shorter call first because we've got a long one. But first, We've got this one. Polystarch is what you're thinking of, Rafi. Uh, specifically, polystarch portion bread, which is a highly preserved, self-rising mixture of uh, starches that is consumed by the denizens of Jakku mainly, uh, especially specifically the Nima outposts, uh, because you know on a desert planet it's really hard to come by plants and vegetables and meat and stuff like that, so they they eat that instead. Uh, sorry about this uh, phone call. I just um, I guess I just had to make it. Anyway, I'll tell you guys later. This is Paul. Bye. <laughs> well, Paul, I miss you, Paul. Yes, thank you for calling. Um, I didn't understand half of those words because they're made up carbs. And uh, just like Allison doesn't want them, I don't want them. <laughs> and finally, uh, I mentioned last week that I requested someone call into the hotline. And I said, hey, where's my phone call? Well, here it is. Hey, guys, it's Whitney. I finally got around to calling. Uh, I just finished the most recent episode where Ralphie was talking about how we had texted about the thing I was supposed to call in concerning from Allison's show a couple of weeks ago at this point. By the time you guys hear this voicemail, it'll be an older topic. But um, I do love Target clothes. I know that Lisa said she didn't like them. And the thing is, it's not all Target clothes, okay? There's a few staples that you can always depend on Target to bring into your life. They have a really good selection of, like, solid T-shirts, and I'm talking about women's cut T-shirts here where it's, like, you know, V-neck and a little bit more of a slimline, not just, like, a Hanes beefy tee. But they're really good at providing those, like, different colored basic tops that you need. They're also super dependable to get a nice shoe, like a sandal or a heel, It'll carry you through exactly one season and then break. But if you just need, like, a cheap $20 shoe to go to a party or an event, a wedding, whatever, then Target it is. And also, I really love that brand Wild Fable. I don't I don't even know because I haven't shopped for regular clothes in a couple months. I don't know if Wild Fable is still in the stores, but I hope so because everything they make from the Wild Fable line is, like, specifically designed for me. I am the audience. And uh, that feels great. <laughs> so uh, I'm actually wearing a Wild Fable raincoat today as we speak. It's really cute. If I think of it, I'll put a picture on the uh, fan cast page. But also, it was a good week for me to call in because this is the week that on the Monday show, Allison and Daniel went over baby names. And Matt and I have chosen two favorites so far. I really like Neegness, 
I decided that sounds like a prize-winning horse, a la Kentucky Derby, which was apparently last weekend. And he really likes Abaddon the Destroyer. <laughs> I think that's his toxic masculinity coming out. And no, that is not contempt. That is not a horseman of the apocalypse. He'll think that's really funny. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'll let you guys know when we think of a name officially. All right. Have a good rest of your week. Bye. Thank you so much, Whitney, for calling. Speak of the devil, she just texted. Um, yes. Oh, wow. That was, wow. Um, yes, thank you for calling. And yes, Wild Fable is still in Target because uh, every time I go shopping, um, I just glance over and yeah, they, they got it. They got it going on. We need to get to the Monday show. First things first, it says summer minus hot equals pearly, prickly. Party? <laughs> equals pretzels. Equals prickly. Prickly. Prickly? Prickly. Prickly. Hot summer. Summer minus hot mi equals prickly. I don't think it's summer minus. No, I think it's summer, summer dash hot. Hot prickly? Summer. Hot. I think maybe it was Allison. Oh, yeah, because Allison was sweating so much from drying her hair and she was like really uncomfortable. Is that? Prickly. Prickly. Park. <laughs> no I'm, offense, I'm Lisa. I'm using them as a guideline is all. But, you know, regardless of what she wrote here in her Dr. Scribble, I just want to say that, um, yes, I hate the heat. I hate it. Why did I move here? I couldn't tell you. It certainly, it certainly isn't <laughs> the weather. Lauren, you're in a nice, cool state. How do you feel about summer and heat? Um, I can't stand it when it's too hot. And it makes me feel really miserable <laughs> um, when it's like too hot. So then it's like, you just have to, well, we have like a little pool in the backyard when it's summer, but, um, or just be in the AC. And Megan, you escaped Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about the heat? Um, what, what, what is the degrees that you think is too hot? Cause I, I think I have a pretty high tolerance. I think you do, because I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a, I'm, I think I'm hot-blooded, uh, Megan. I keep wanting to say Lisa. I'm, I'm hot-blooded, <laughs> check it and see. Um, I think for me, above 73. Oh, you. But, but <laughs> you work outside doing physical labor. Like, if it's 73, I'm like, fuck, it's hot. Anything below that, and it's fine. It's 73 degrees outside today. Were you too hot today? I wasn't working. I was in my air-conditioned car. I didn't car. ask if you were working. I asked if you were hot today. I was, actually. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty, I mean, especially California heat. It, the hot months here are less miserable than the hot months in Wisconsin because it's incredibly humid. It really drags you down. I think everyone is on board with the fact that humidity is the oppressive part of it being hot. But here, I think... Like mid eighties, if it gets beyond mid eighties, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I actually don't want to go outside. But mm -hmm. mid eighties. The first caller was Ryan, and he was calling from the ER. He had a blood clot, and after some phone tag, they got him on the line. Megan, it's been <laughs> quite a while since we had a fan phone call. Um, have you ever had a blood clot? When's the last time you were in the ER? 
Oh, uh, I think I know. June 2018. And then August 2018. 2018 was a bad summer. Botched boob job? <laughs> Obviously. Um, yeah, I'm not, I've never had a blood clot. Hopefully I never have a blood clot. Um, I wouldn't know how you would know. <clears throat> But I'm glad that this guy is okay. We said it felt hard, right? Didn't he say that to the touch it was something hard? Ew. Oh, I think he said he felt like a pain. Yeah, there was, yeah. Lauren, blood clots, ERs. um, I couldn't really listen to that part, so. Oh, yes, Mm. I forgot. You have, you're squeamish with blood. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm I'm going to stop saying the B word. That's Uh, okay. The C word. Um, Yeah, that's all. (laughs) Greg called in to say that yes, he's been part of an online toxic group. Um, I love I love his little bits where he where he does stuff like that. Um, she tried to call him, no answer, much like when I try to call Megan because you're Hollywood busy types. <laughs> um, so this comes up also on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Do you guys think that this is much like? She gets very fixated on things. Um, Is this too much about this mom Facebook group? She brings it up on shows that are not even related to parenting. She's on other people's podcasts bringing it up. It's been months. Should she like delete this group and forget it ever existed? Yes. I think so. But then when Wendy brought up the other one, she's like, well, now I want to see what's on this one. Yeah, it's like she's watching bad reality tv yeah for some reason it he's like i need this junk in my brain i could see how it could be entertaining i mean whenever there's like a like a viral tweet like say some celebrity gets caught up in some bullshit i I, i'm like oh fuck i'm going to twitter and i'm gonna see who's saying what you know i want to i want to read the subtweets it's like entertainment i feel Mm -hmm. like it could be a little healing for her because she was so upset and so hurt by when she got targeted. And now she's like, oh, I can just sit back and laugh at this because they are crazy. And it's not like yeah. personal attack on her anymore. She's just like, these bitches are crazy. And I'm just going to indulge in that. And it probably makes her feel better. Speaking of uh, these bitches are crazy, do you give two shits about the royal family? I gave multiple shits about the Oprah <laughs> Meghan Prince Harry interview. Yeah, but that was because it was Oprah. I'm like, oh my God, Oprah's on it like a, just a basic, it's not cable when it's, she's on a network show and she was being Oprah and I really like that. And then Megan won me over because she was so amazing and she spells her name the same way and I'm so <laughs> flattered. Um, but at large, no, I've never watched The Crown. Uh, but yeah, it seems like, I really love the fact that it seems like really strong, amazing women have married into that family and people like them because they should. Mm-hmm. So I like Princess Diana and Megan. Lauren, uh, you're queen of the mushrooms. Do you care about the actual queen? No, sorry. English queen, I should say. No, I don't follow. No. Same here. Um, I, I, I think the first time I probably ever realize people did care about the royals is when princess diana died mm-hmm. and i think that was like the first time i ever heard of princess diana i was like <laughs> yeah same 
Um, you were probably like young though. Yeah, I was a youngster. I was since sixth grade, maybe. Yeah. Must seem like a really long time ago. <laughs> um. Oh, Lisa wrote here a note that I uh, almost forgot about. Uh, we learn when Ryan, when they called Ryan back, we learn he's not even a listener. He's downloaded <gasps> yes! episodes, but he's not a listener. I know. Absurd. Who does that? <laughs> there, there are actual like Allison super fans who were trying to get fan phone calls. Never happened. This guy, apparently you're just going to have a minor medical event and then call in at the right time bada bing bada boom i'm not saying you should uh make something up but i wonder if i wonder <laughs> if she got the johnson and johnson vaccine and all that blood clot was coming up blood clot stuff was coming out it was a guy yeah i know you said she oh sorry go on i thought I'll, allison I'll was interested because maybe you know johnson oh. johnson vaccine the blood clot thing maybe she's like oh i need to know if this was like Part of the vaccine thing. Ooh, this could have been if it was if it was related. Oh, she should have asked. Can you imagine? I was surprised she didn't ask. Yeah, I didn't even think of that because I think the six people who got it were all women, right? Mm -hmm. So, can you imagine if he was the first dude who had a blood clot from that? Fucking breaking news. Yeah, the exclusive. DJ Clue voice. As mentioned on Whitney's voicemail, Daniel came up with some names. And they even mentioned Whitney and Matt. So <laughs> a couple of names. Scurf P, Abaddon the Destroyer, Rash, <laughs> Turgeon, <laughs> Nignus, Favela, Harumph, Michael Backwards, William Backwards, <laughs> Backwards, Mr. T, FK, as in JFK, and, <laughs> and Ch Chuckles. <laughs> backwards impressed like i was so impressed were you not impressed by the accuracy um yeah well he's a big twin peaks fan and backwards speak is a big thing oh is it in twin peaks and i actually sent lisa a video in reverse um and i don't remember what it was so what, what I did is you record yourself saying words backwards and then you flip it so it sounds normal, but mm -hmm. it sounds off. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and I forget what that was for, but God, I used to give good gifts and that was part of it. And I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was on the tape recorder that I gave her from Twin Peaks. Anyway, doesn't matter. Oh, wow. Lauren, what was your favorite baby name? Um, I really liked... Uh... It was, I guess, a tie between neatness and scurfy. And you looked up scurfies. What can you tell us about them? Um, it was like a cute purple flower. It looked like it is <clears throat> like a lot of green, like a lot of leaves and and purple. I didn't, I didn't examine it too closely, but I wanted to. It's, it's pretty. It's super cute. Like it's a really good girl name, I think, or for, or boy, or a boy. Yeah. I think scurfy, scurf, scurfy, skirt, scurf pee sounds a little like scurvy now. You know what? I, no. Well, kid. it's They're losing kids. points. <laughs> um, Megan, did you have a favorite baby name? Um, scurfy. Scurfy. Okay. Abaddon the, the, Abaddon the Destroyer. It's a little long. 
you cannot name a baby rash. Um, <laughs> because if they get a dental rash, it's going to be like um, a who's on first situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I like turgid. Um, <laughs> it does sound like a 50-year-old cat lady. Um, Neagness is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I think probably my favorite was FK. Also, Daniel started talking about Texas and their standards for naming food, how they literally just take a thing, make it spicy, and then call it the same name from (laughs) So they call things queso, even though it's like spicy cheese. But if you went to Mexico, you just end up getting cheese. Um, And that just reminded me of a famous story of yours, Lauren, and I want to hear it again. Okay. It was around... 2000-ish and I was going to visit Erica at college at Penn State University and so I went to the bus station and I was waiting for the bus and there was um, a woman there and she was she had like a like a block of like cracker barrel cheese and the wrapper pulled down And she was just eating it like you would eat a banana. And then another woman said to her, queso? And the lady said, si. And then she said, solo? And she goes, si. (laughs) (laughs) And since I took a little Spanish in high school, I understood the whole convo. So. I'm going to. I remember that story. I'm going to need (laughs) to. Explain to me what they said in English a little later, but you know, we don't have to do it on the air. Sure, um, no problem. Jess was telling me about this thing she saw online where um, it, it, it said soy chorizo. And so someone just thought that the brand name was I am, I am chorizo, chorizo, but it was like, oh, soy chorizo. So um, not as good as your story, but <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and that sounds really good too. Um, and finally, they talked about natureless living. Um, they talk about how there's millipedes in their house or something, and they've they have a long storied history with all kinds of insects and bugs and termites, and they just Maggots. need to find. He wants to. Oh God, we don't say that. M words. The show. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they want to. Daniel's, you know, thinking about where could we live that there's like no nature and there's nowhere. But this would be the best place. You gotta admit there's less bugs here than most places. I mean, Australia, the I think all the bugs live at Allison's. Oh, Oh, that's, maybe that's true. Yeah. Um, Like in Australia, I know the houses are like very expensive. People love living there. Quality of life is great, but the fucking bugs and snakes and all the critters are a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lauren, you love the nature. How would you feel if you had to live in Antarctica? Pretty bad. <laughs> Pretty cold. I don't know. Do you guys have anything else for Monday before we move on to Whitney C's Q? Mm, I like hearing Daniel more. This week, he was not a grumpster because the last one or two he was on I was like if you're gonna be in a bad mood maybe skip it Mm. but this time he was actually in a good mood yeah 
he was funny he was fun he came up with he was making allison laugh yeah that's what we want that's what the people want all the people oh i have one funny story about baby names um and target so it's it's relevant um my friend jess has a daughter named raya and they like to go and shop at target and (laughs) when raya was and jess is uh heavily tattooed and she used to have like pink or blue hair and like piercings and stuff she's the one that had like the dermal piercings and everything but so anyway she would go to target and the one uh cashier really liked her and raya and would always talk to them but then jess realized one day that the cashier was calling raya riot like she legit thought that jess's daughter's name was riot (laughs) she's like oh she's a badass girl she named her kid riot yep and she's like at this point i can't correct her because we like love her and like i don't want to hurt her feelings awesome oh god i'll send that into whitney because whitney you're probably listening i think (laughs) riot is a great name boy or girl or beyond the binary great name yeah one of my former workers daughter's middle name is danger no yeah Right, Jess. Just got her headphones on. Yeah, he, I believe you. That's awesome. He could tell her because he is a t- like a TV visual artist. He owns like he is probably the number one source in LA for old TVs. He just has thousands of them, and then people hire him to assemble them into like art at mm-hmm. festivals or in the background of music videos and shit. And so. Since that's his life, he named his tele, like television. And the middle name is Danger. Oh, wow. He's a creative type. And so it's like, I mean, his wife is a teacher, but they're not like weirder out there. And that sounds like a very weird out there middle name. So yes, that's Uncle Rafi. Did you miss him so much? Oh. Feeny, do you want to move on to Whitney C's Q? Feeny's, wow, he said no. Feeny, the show must go on. All right. You're not the boss. You're not You're not the 20 facts of the show. Well, don't get the word in. I'm not going to make you sing it live, Lauren, even though I would love that. Uh, here we go. I know, we need Lisa. She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the envo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C wants to know what's something that you think is overrated. I'm asking this question because it's actually a prompt for the AP test in 2019. And since I'm giving my AP test in a week and two days, we've been practicing with a lot of old prompts. So we discussed this one today, and my students had some really interesting answers. Um, Some of them, because they're teenagers, focused on more simple concepts like food. For example, some of my students feel that Chick-fil-A is overrated, Chipotle is overrated, pizza in general is overrated. Some others, Matt is really upset. Some others focused on... People being overrated, like the Kardashians, they said, were overrated. 
Um, the example that the College Board gave as a student essay was, of course, a little more complex. They said, capitalism is overrated. Agree. My answer is, uh, lately I find that Instagram is overrated. Matt is sitting here scrolling Instagram as we speak. Um, I still use it all the time. I still do like it. Um, I love all of the messages I get, like from Dr. Jen, who sends me cool stuff all the time. Um, but the problem is there's so many ads on Instagram. Like sometimes when I'm scrolling, I'll realize I just saw like every other post was an ad. And then when I'm flipping through stories, it's like every third one is an ad for something that is either not related to me at all or is incredibly related to me and what I'm looking for in life. So one ad will be for like car insurance and I couldn't give a shit less. And the next ad will be for Starburst, which I was just telling my coworker that I was craving. So um, Instagram, you're pissing me off lately. Do better. Wow. Um, thank you for that question, Whitney. <clears throat> um, Megan, is there something you think is overrated? I'm in deep thought here, and I know that there are so many things that I can't think of. I think that um, I had a stream of conscious reaction, so I'm just going with what my first thoughts were. Avocado toast, Drake, and um, that show that won a bunch of Grammys, Schitt's Creek. Grammys. Yeah. Did I say Grammys? Yeah. Oh. Um, I can kind of see that on everything that you I, I can kind of agree <laughs> with all your choices. Um, I think there was two things that came to mind. One, you know what I think is overrated is like not caring. Um <laughs> this is uh this is gonna sound really dumb. I don't know. I just think Go people People that are just like, um, like, so what? Bad stuff is happening. Like, fucking whatever. I think that's not cool. That's overrated, man. Don't is that be the, like that. Is that the same as being like, I don't know, I'm not really political. Is that what you mean? Or some, or not? I mean, I think that kind of person would fall into that. Um, I don't know. I just think you got to care about stuff, even if it's stupid. I don't know. Just care. And, but my, my other first thought was, um, I saw this band was it was like some TV show on VH1 or something where they were ranking like the best bands of all time. And I think it was OK Go, those like treadmill video dudes uh, they oh. were interviewing them. And they said, the best band ever? No, no, no. They were like doing commentary on the best oh, bands. Okay. So it'd be like Jimi Hendrix. And you'd be like, oh, Jimi Hendrix is dope. Mm. Uh, OK Go said about the Beatles. I think it was OK Go. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if you also watched VH1's best bands ever or whatever, <laughs> like 15 years ago, um, they said uh, that the Beatles are simultaneously the most overrated and underrated bad, bad band. I know what they mean. <laughs> yes. I also know what they mean because like, if you listen to them, you're like, oh, I want to hold your hand. Oh, good stuff. But at the same time, like I listen, like I, I was big into the Beatles. Um, I still am, but like they did a lot of stuff for <laughs> They were very innovative. They, a lot of stuff they did was great, obviously. Um, 
But yeah, I could see how someone could be like, yeah, the Beatles are overrated. But also, if you don't acknowledge all the many, many great things that they did and all the great music they made, you're uh, neglecting a big part of uh, their history. Lauren, what do you think is overrated? I can't, I can't, I can't think of anything right now. So sorry. I don't know. What do you think um, is overrated? Ooh. What's that? Mushroom do you think is overrated? I, I actually was thinking about that and I was like, should I say a mushroom? And then I was like, oh, I don't think any mushroom is overrated. We're all but overrated? I mean, they're very kind of, kind of, because like everybody has heard of morels, but have, have has everyone heard of like maitake or, you know, what else? Just other, other mushrooms that are like lion's mane like a lot of people might not have heard of and that's like super good what's that chicken of the woods chicken of the woods hen of the woods rooster of the woods shrimp of the woods (laughs) then i reminded myself of the guy from forest scum barbecue (laughs) shrimp this kind of shrimp shrimp of the woods um yeah mushrooms are not overrated maybe they're underrated you know what's overrated though is like anything right now to me is like anything that's like really perfect so like if I'm like on Instagram like she was saying like being on Instagram and like perfect homes perfect bodies perfect like any I mean I know that's like that's almost overrated to say or like overly but it's like really it like almost like grosses me out like when I see it I'm like like it's like so not real and even like tv shows where it's just like a bunch of people like being hot and like having beautiful homes like I I just I'm like really having a problem with anything that's not like a little bit realistic you know you must hate our podcast (laughs) you Um, guys are too perfect it's so good we're super hot (laughs) <laughs> I know I'm just turn it I just changed the channel <laughs> I had a boss um and I forget what he was he was bitching at me because like I, I'm a good employee but I know there was like like there's just times where I'm like I'm not gonna do something because I just <laughs> going to and he was like asking me to do my job like perfectly and I told him perfection is boring and um <laughs> yeah I I agree I love it that you said that to your boss. Yeah, well, I was a little shithead and he was an idiot. So yeah. Perfect combo. Um, <laughs> before we go to Thursday, I think we need another beverage. Mm-hmm. Is it time for pineapple? Time for pineapple. <gasps> pineapple? Mm-hmm. Pineapple and jalapne. I Back to the show. Um, on Thursday, we were her little pan dowdies sent in by Tammy H. This has come up on the show before. I still don't really know what it is. Lauren, ever heard of it? No. They talked about I, I, it before, and they played the song, so it sounded familiar, but like only distant background. Probably heard it when I was a little kid for some reason. Stuff. So. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I have no clue what it is. I could look it up. Is this our T. Heller? I think it is. Yeah. I think it's Tamara Heller. Holler. 
Oh, Holler. Um, Holler. Holler. Yeah. Um, all I know is that uh, Lisa had better make us one for the next BFF meetup. Mm. Um. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yes, it is. BFF oh, meetups are the best. <laughs> um, oh, and my favorite part about this is that uh, Tammy H, she said that that's what she calls the pandemic, is the pandowdy. <laughs> if you listen to this show, you know well, that I have called it a panorama, a pangea, a panera, <laughs> never a panocha. But do you guys have a P word that mm-hmm. you use for the pandemic? No. I should have. Man, you guys aren't living life. Wow. That's a shame. Um, I was watching the YouTube version of this, and they mentioned that Wendy was untangling a necklace. I got to see it on YouTube. Was it exciting? No, it was not. (laughs) Funny. Um, I think I'm pretty good at doing this. Um, You guys wear jewelry more than me, I'm sure. Are you good at untangling jewelry? I'm, I'm always asked by people to... Like zip up or zip down my dress. Ayo. You're all. Um, <laughs> or the, You're always asked to do this. How many times in the or, last few years? Zip. <laughs> Thank you. Or um, like put this necklace on me, or like does that not happen to everyone? I don't know how people need help zipping. I can zip myself. I've never like not we, been able to zip myself. I feel like that goes along with girly belongings. I don't have any of those. You've got those mommy long arms. <laughs> <laughs> you Maybe that's why, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do got to say, I'm not good at untangling a necklace, though. That is a real tangled necklace. That's a nightmare. I'm and not I, either. Fingers, you would think I'd be good, but no. Can and you- like, because like a lot of times it's more than one necklace that's tangled and then I'm too. out. You are like a burglar, like a lock, like a locksmith guy. You were perfecting your locksmith skills, so I feel like you uh, have tactile talents. Um, can you? I mean, I already know the answer to this, but can you undo a bra with one hand? I don't wear bras. <laughs> I didn't mean yours. Like if you're, uh, you know, you're back Just in your back back in your single days. That's guy stuff. Did you ever meet? What do a I have gal? to prove if I'm like boom? I took off your bro one hand. Like, good for you, bro. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry to Joey. <laughs> what, what's Joey's last name on Friends? Joey. Tribbiani. What's that? Tribbiani. Yeah, sorry, Joey Tribbiani. You're a fucking dork if you can <laughs> remove it one-handed. Yeah. Sorry, sorry I brought it up. Um, <laughs> sorry for attacking you for no reason. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted to hear from you. It happens so mean, often. I can't open like my own bra with one hand, so you know I don't think I don't I don't think that that's yeah. Who cares? It seems like it would be easy. Like it, it's easy. Practically thinking, I'm just like. It's just easier to do it with two. So I do it with two. <laughs> the the pinch, and then that thumb goes. Ah. Yeah. You've taken off a bra. You know what you're talking about. I guess. Uh, at the beginning of this episode <clears throat> i don't know if you guys ag- agree with me but i think there was too much improv when wendy and david are on together and now daniel's getting into it 
there's a little too much improv for my liking. What was it this time? What was, what were they? Yeah, I'm not remembering. Dear God, I don't even know. Um, a clown thing. Oh, yeah. But David's clown something. Clown school? Not clown school, his, pers- like a, per- a clown persona. Or like oh, a clown. Like kind of. Like he was auditioning something, somewhat a clown furl. The, the, the... the collar. The collar, yeah. Um, you are a fan of Wendy's shows, Bob Bob's Burgers and The Great North. I believe you like. Um, are you a fan of her improv on the show? Hmm. Sometimes, but I also just like if I'm not. It depends if I'm in the mood. Like if I'm in the mood to be playful, <laughs> then I then I like really enjoy it. But if I'm like not in the mood and I just want to hear them actually like talk about real stuff then I just kind of like tune it out because like when you mentioned the improv, I'm like, oh, what improv? So basically I, I just kind of tuned it. And then I'm like, oh yes, call it. Like I heard words, but I, I, my brain was like, this isn't important. So I guess that day I didn't care, but, and with the great North, it's like, I'm still trying to love it. Like I want to love it because I love Bob's burgers and I, I don't quite love it yet, but I like it and I'm like I'm a minute you know as Haim says now a minute I'm now a minute yeah <laughs> um, one thing I noticed about Wendy and David's improv is that she's usually the one like doing the setups the instigator and she like <laughs> and then she forces him to do the actual like improvier bits and then but then she'll like set up a roadblock or like a fucking she'll like throw a a curveball in there and then he has to like come up with something else so it's kind of interesting to me that she's still kind of like the writer and he's the one like performing it you know just something i realized just right now i love i think i've said this before everyone knows i love wendy i think she's hilarious um and i don't like david that much and i don't think he's that funny so when Wendy is doing her thing without him. I like it. My least favorite improv was about the nest. Some like nest building. when Because of the bird. The, the bird of yeah, the baby. Yeah, it was like on two, ep- two different episodes with them. And it went on forever. And it was really, but most of the time, I'm a big Wendy fan. And I like it. I think she's hilarious. Okay. You know what's not hilarious? Being constipated for eight days. <gasps> this- right. This is Lisa's reality, and it was also Owen's reality. Um, Best friends. We're not mothers, but Lauren. Yes. In constipation, give us the straight poop. Um, it never happened to my kids. Um, I breastfed when they were baby babies, like until they were like fourteen months old. So I think like. I don't know if that's more of like a formula thing or more of a cow milk thing. Um, but then after that, even, yeah, I never had, well, I don't know. I don't, maybe they don't, well, yeah, Owen's what, two, right? Yeah, so he doesn't, but he drinks milk. I don't know. Yeah, my kids never really drank milk and, and never had a problem. But like all of my friends with kids have had the constipation issues. And I know it's like such a struggle and like, it's like they're hurting as much as their kids. I feel so bad when that happens. I think that's like a nightmare. I, I can't imagine if I 
was constipated for eight days because like you can't stop eating you have to eat get through the day mm-hmm. i don't know it's rough um they talked some more about the mom group uh wendy mentioned that she thinks she knows which one but it turns out it was a different one um again we're not mothers megan i'm not even gonna ask your opinion lauren what is wrong with these internet bitches as uh, allison would say wait about the mom group yes i don't know people okay i have like i don't want to say anything and then i have like also so much to say but like moms when i had kids like I realized like, okay, like people at work who like barely know me, then they're going to talk to me. Like when I was pregnant, everybody told me their birth stories. And then when I had, you know, my, my first baby, like, it was like, oh, like everybody was everybody, like two moms would always be asking like what milestone Noah was at. And then she would tell me, how much earlier her daughter did these things and then like as she got older it was just like more and more annoying just like oh my gosh my daughter is like a little a little adult like she says this and this and so I don't know some people are really braggy about what milestones and and then but it it totally doesn't matter like they're all gonna learn the alphabet they're all gonna learn to read it's not gonna matter you know I don't know, but I've never felt that way. Like I never try to be competitive or braggy about my kids because I just feel like that's not nice. So if people want to do that, I let them. And so I listen to a lot of braggy kid stories. <laughs> you you just reminded me of the Garfunkel and Oates song, Pregnant Women Are Smug. Mm-hmm. Um I know this is like people who've already had their kids, but like that song is so funny and uh, you just remind yeah. me. I think, yeah, I think, I mean, I understand why people would be proud of their kids. Um, I don't think it's like a competition because literally everyone is different. Um, so mm-hmm. all I have to say is that Allison needs to get the fuck off of Facebook unless she's trying to get into the best friends fan cast group because we're the best. Um, <laughs> I'm so curious about what they're actually saying though. I feel like mm-hmm. I would probably put down an extra 20 in her Patreon if she like took screenshots or something. That's the thing. Like she <laughs> says that. I mean, like, it's just not enough information to be able to, I don't know. I just want to know the deeds. Pour the tea. Give me the tea. Spill the tea. Yeah, serve the tea. <laughs> serve it. No, I wasn't saying it. Give um, me the tea. Or <laughs> <laughs> spill the tea. Brew the tea. You've brewed um, it. You haven't. Boil the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I want to know. I'm curious. Um, Allison, if you're listening, Patreon. Call in. <laughs> Has, I didn't make it to the last Zoom party. Has anyone inquired about more details? I feel like I should do that. I don't think that's where she if we ask shit during zoom party she She might tell us us. um I just think it's not going to be that interesting it's just going to be stupid fucking shit that people are looking for something to nitpick about um just from like the little dramas that I've seen okay so Bon Appetit their YouTube channel was very popular like a year ago or a little like a year or two ago and about a year ago there was 
some stuff that came out about how they're underpaying their minority employees and how they're kind of taking advantage of them. Um, and so there was a Bon Appetit Facebook group that I'm, I think I'm still a part of. And when all this was going on, it was like, if you don't support everything that these people were saying about their experience working for Bon Appetit, then like people fucking shit on you hard that you're like, uh, and I, so I get what she's saying, but I just don't think it's that interesting. Um, because if you don't work there in, in the case of Bon Appetit, like if you don't work there or know these people in real life, like you're just speculating from what you're reading on tweets and Facebook and Instagram and watching on the YouTube channel. So I don't know. Mm. It's, it's not that interesting to me, but I can also see how she can get sucked into it because it is like, oh my God, they're, <laughs> you know, they said this and this person's getting shit on for whatever. Um, it's like reality TV. So I get it. Wendy mentions that she drove by a mask protest and <gasps> yelled, fuck you, asshole. And her kids joined her. Um, I don't really... I, I take all my life advice from uh, rap songs and Jay-Z told me to never argue with fools because people yep. distance can't tell who is who. Um, but Megan, are you the type... Oh, wow, that's, so, that's powerful. Yeah, it is. Are you the type to get into an argument with a stranger over something like a mask protest? Mm, I mean, if it's like a protest protest, like when there was Trump protests after all that was going on, I would drive by them with Buck Donald Trump blaring as loud as I could. And it was funny because for a brief moment, they would just hear Donald Trump and like look my way and be like, yay, like one of us. <laughs> actually listen and be like, oh, never mind. Um, but Jess, my sweet, sweet, sweetheart, will say things and I will not want it. I'm like, I don't want to be part of this confrontation that you're starting. Obviously, this person is not going to care what you say. Like, there's nothing productive going on here. So I don't say anything. I just don't want to have that in my life. If, if I, every time I saw someone not wearing a mask, that's all I would do is argue with people. A lot of people didn't wear masks. I don't want to do that. Exactly. But I love what Wendy did. That's very funny. Um, Lauren, have you ever told someone, fuck you, asshole, and your kids joined right in? No, well, no, not directed at somebody, but if I curse, sometimes the kids, especially William, will curse too. Like, like uh, if I'm watching this one overrated show, Shit's Creek, he really likes... Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he'll be like oh you're watching Shit's Creek mm. and I'm like yeah but it's at CH so with two T's like but yeah like and I remember doing that too like if my parents like my parents never cursed but like if they would then like if it, like right after they cursed it would be like you can curse so like then like if they said ass by accident then like Brennan would be like ass and I'd be like ass like and <laughs> And like they would just kind of be like, <laughs> hmm, okay, That's funny. I like that. Um, they started talking about something that I no. thought was something that was really interesting. Wendy uh, and David started talking about, you know, what you would pick from your reincarnation menu. 
Um, oh. It was like it was a little comedy bit, but what I liked is what Wendy started talking about. How yes, yeah. If someone said oh. you know, you can be a comedy writer, but mm-hmm. you you have to be fat, would she choose that? And I just thought that was great because, and then they they got into like you know if you died and like you got to come back for five minutes, like even if it was like the worst moment, you would still do it. Um, yeah. It just was like to me it was just like you know looking at the bright side looking at the positivity of of your situation um that said megan on your reincarnation menu what are you checking off what do you mean by that well um because wasn't it joking someone was like chicken tenders but i didn't really necessarily know what that meant well david was saying like huh what's a good example lauren what's a good example for megan here well, they said, like, if you're choosing, well. Did it mean the same thing? Are you asking me what my version of what Wendy said is? Is that what you mean? Yeah. I, what I was trying to say. Oh, was, like, sorry. Because, <laughs> see, I, I thought so, too. Yeah. I. So, like, so, like, if you had to come back, you were glad. Dead. I do. Megan's dead. Okay. You're going to get reincarnated, and you have to wear glasses or you know like some other thing like you don't want to like do you hate wearing glasses Mm-mm. oh you like it you're okay with it me. so so if if, if one <laughs> of the my whole life if one of the options was like you know you'd have bad eyesight or something but you would have um what's a good quality you have a real good friend named rossi a brilliant mind <laughs> Yes, it, if like the trade-off was you're gonna have bad eyesight, but you're gonna have a brilliant mind. I don't know. Are you checking that box? So that is what Wendy said. I, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like if I don't have. They were saying like it's like a fucking sushi menu well, you where you me, check you the stuff. You tell me yours, and maybe I'll understand better what you're talking about. What do you mean? I I should have taken better notes because I don't remember exactly what they were saying. But okay. One thing I'm not gonna check is um. <sighs> I don't know. I'm the host, Megan. Well, hold up. I don't have you to see, answer these questions. You had an idea of th- yes. this. Did, are you wrapping your head around this? Uh, yeah, and then and then I, I was about to have it, and then I didn't. Hold on. It's like the best thing. In, no, it's not the best. I'm just kidding. Um, like, okay, let's say Mona. They were like, okay, you know, you're going to be, your your teeth are messed up. Like your teeth are going to start to rot. You're going to have dental surgery and then it's going to happen again. And then you're going to have dental surgery again. And then your face is going to look like your mouth is going to look a little different because you're actually telling and a story about me. You know that, right? No, I didn't mean that <laughs> like that. You're actually, gi- you're actually giving me my answer. That's funny. Oh my God, I didn't mean it like that. But Mona has had dental surgery twice, and I think she's gonna need it again because I think it's the the thing is happening with her teeth again. Mm-hmm. And I I feel so bad for her because she loves to eat, but like I think for her she was like, you know what? Okay, I'll take the bad teeth, and I'm just gonna be the sweetest and best dog in the world, and like you know, like an unofficial therapy dog for my family and. You know, and and I think that she she did that. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> great example. Now, 
Can you give me an example, Megan? What would you? Uh... I'm just. I'm gonna keep being annoying about this because I just don't really get it. It's fine. It, you, I don't even get it. But you say you say on the menu. Does that mean whatever's on the menu is something I'm not willing Ooh. to do, or no, is no, it no. something that I'm like, I have this, but I don't care. Um, what I actually wrote is what would slash did you pick from your reincarnation menu? Um, I wish I could remember the example that David gave. I'm gonna find it. Don't. <laughs> We don't have time for this. It's fine. You know, when you think of it, Megan, call into the hotline, 818-BFF-0732, okay. or leave it in the Facebook group. I want to hear what your guys' uh, reincarnation menus had on them. Next, speaking of uh, Wendy talking about she would be a comedy writer, but fat, her doctor, apparently, <gasps> uh, said the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I, I, I honestly cannot believe that this happened. Her doctor said that she didn't want to cut through all that greasy fat if she had a c-section. Um, I feel like that's the kind of thing you have to report. Yeah. And Wendy's not like huge. She's no. perfectly normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. And then the thing about like her mental health and her doctor being like, well, you lost. The oh my God. Might not be so bad. Yeah. Um, I've avoided doctors for the majority of my life. Um, have either of you had a horrible experience with a shitty doctor that said mean or stupid things? <gasps> Lauren, are you willing my, to? When I when I was uh giving birth to my sweet sweet Noah, um, the the doctor on call was not my doctor, and <laughs> he said to me. Um, not while he was delivering, but the next day he said he doesn't deliver, like delivering for people that aren't his patient, which I was not one of his patients. And so like, why did he tell me that? Why did he say that? Did he say it with you? He said it directly to you. Yes. Like you're not, and he was, I don't like to do this. Yeah. And he was mean to me, like during like while I was in labor and then he did it I and then he did it like an emergency c-section which I didn't know why it was necessary I don't know I feel like I just felt like I wasn't informed enough and that he was like super mean also I was one of the last deliveries because he was terminated <laughs> good <laughs> yeah, I done a couple people earlier before he got to you that yeah. sucks yeah so it was a bad but like Allison like her first one was like a bad birth experience but my second one um was amazing so I can say mm -hmm. when I was speaking to teeth problems when I was getting my lips stitched up I was terrified I was hurting so bad I was so scared beforehand I got when I got to that point I was just waiting in the hallway for hours alone and the guy that ended up stitching me up which really freaked me out you know having that done in your face and seeing it happen to you they don't understand like I actually like they were just having casual chit chat with like coworkers, and I told him I'm like I don't get like I know you do this every day but I don't like can you just not be having chummy 
chat with somebody while you're doing this to me and like laughing and talking about what the fuck ever you did this weekend or something like I'm in the emergency room uh on like at three o'clock on a Friday just stitch up my face and focus on what's going on here mm-hmm. <laughs> you know wow that was so, that was the first thing that came to mind <clears throat> yeah so, Jess has told me that she had very similar things with weight stuff like she'll share with doctors like this is what's going on and uh she now has a lot of baggage about going to doctors about her you know mental health stuff or whatever it may be because most of them have like been like well losing weight might help or blah 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 Mm -hmm. so she it takes her it would take her a lot to even go to a doctor anymore with issues just because that's been so constant what's wrong with people yeah um and you know when all the all the vaccine stuff started happening and there are some people that are hesitant to get it um and some of them are minorities and then you start hearing about you know like horror stories about because like imagine this is jess and you know uh wendy so imagine if you were like a minority person and the terrible experiences that they experience in just everyday life Mm -hmm. and then imagine a situation like that with a doctor you can kind of see why some people would be hesitant about something like a vaccine yeah it's uh yeah and it it goes the other way too because one time I went to the doctor and I had been having like a lot of anxiety and I lost a lot of weight not a lot of weight but I had lost weight and but it was pretty fast and it was partly because of my anxiety and then they were just like they just kept almost like they loved my weight like they were like your weight is great um like well yeah I'm not even gonna say you need to exercise like they were just like oh it sounds like like I was just like praised about it but it was like, like also up, part of <laughs> yeah and I I thought what like you doing it's working <laughs> yeah like <laughs> Lake. like yeah <laughs> but yeah it's 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 not it's not nice because it's like but maybe that wasn't a good thing necessarily you know like and and for them to like because it must be like a thing that they're taught to like really go hard on and they're like oh but the weight I can't go hard on my favorite thing to go hard on mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because it's not that bad right now or whatever yeah like I felt so bad for Wendy when she said that like ah oh, like that that's it's so horrible it's so horrible and Wendy is just like the most optimistic positive like looking at the bright side person with with just I chose I like to think that I chose this and that makes me feel good like I just love it's it's the best yeah same yeah I wrote here kind of on the in the same vein Allison said that she's working on things so that hopefully like she has she knows her flaws but she's working on things so that when something comes along in her career that she'll be ready for it and I like that way of thinking um I don't know I think people get uh, very focused on what they think their life should be and uh I don't know sometimes things don't happen for you but and she's in the most difficult profession to become successful in oh yeah like the chances of actually being like Kumail Nanjiani or 
you know, her peers that she was talking about that have this massive success, Tom Segura, like, she's peers with all these people that are super, well, not all, I mean, she's in a peer group where it's like the top mm-hmm. 10% of the population in Hollywood has that kind of success. So uh, if you're in that peer group, you're doing pretty fucking well. Daniel mentioned the Bee Gees documentary, which I've heard is very good. Um, and he mentioned that the last surviving brother of the Bee Gees, uh, they were talking about all his successes, all the band's successes. And at the end of the movie, he says that he would have given it all up to just have his brothers back. Um, I feel like this was a recurring theme for this show, um, mm-hmm. being just grateful. And uh, I don't know, any, any <laughs> thoughts? I'm super grateful. <laughs> My work did a story on this. So I, had, I haven't seen the documentary, but I saw like the trailer and we had this long interview with this person. So I knew what they were talking about. I think it just sucks because you have to already have gotten all of those things in order to get to the point where you would say that, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can... <laughs> but also it's like, it depends on what the success is. If you wanted to be successful because you wanted to be famous or have a lot of money or whatever, that's one thing. But if you want to be successful because you're passionate about something, you know, it just depends. But yeah, I I feel like loved ones are probably what life is all about. So right on the money there. That cannot be replaced. Yes. Or bought. Yeah, the last thing I wrote is uh, Wendy saying that if you died, and Daniel said he thinks about this all the time, if you died and they said you could come back, uh, you know, you would cherish it. And Daniel was saying even if it was like a terrible moment, like, yeah, stuff that matters is the stuff we take for granted, even, like, bad moments. I don't know. I feel like that's, like, a Buddhist kind of thing to, like, even enjoy the bad stuff. I don't know. Dr. Jen, correct me. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else from Thursday before we move on to JMOs? No, that's all. That's all I can think of. Nope. Nope. Okay. The first JMO, Linda says... I'm picking out a greeting card. When I'm picking out a greeting card, I rarely take the intended envelope. She always looks for the first colored envelope that... uh, What? (laughs) I don't know why I didn't remember that. I don't know. I have, like, very weird tendencies with things, and I want the thing that goes with the thing that I have. Yeah. I can't mix and match stuff like that. Like, I couldn't, like... David mentioned that, like, at the middle of the day on Mother's Day, the greeting card section looks like a bomb went off. And so I can understand. I've seen the greeting card section when it's like that. So like, if you can't tell which goes with which, but I'm not yeah. gonna, like, oh, this is the card that I want. But over there, they have a purple envelope. So I'm just going to take that one. I could never do that. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. I think then somebody said, like, going... Allison was like, tell me if you think this person's a monster or not. <laughs> That's how she introduced it, remember? So obviously she has her opinions. Lauren, greeting cards, envelopes. She sent a toilet. Well, but the thing is, too, though, I will send cards in envelopes that look like they're the wrong size because I will buy stuff, like, from, like, thrift stores or from, like, yard sales, like, packs of, like, super religious Christmas cards just for the envelopes because it costs, like, 25 cents or something because nobody wants (laughs) it. And then 
and then I'll make a handmade card and then I'll, you know, use that envelope. So like sometimes my envelopes will be disproportionately large to, or, you know, not the right size, but, um, I would never do that intentionally at the store because you might make somebody else's envelope, your card not fit in the envelope, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You kind of have, like, I wouldn't, I just don't really care. Like, is the envelope pink? Cool. Is the envelope white? Perfect. Yeah. I don't really care either. Well, awesome. Is it orange? Perfect. Is it yellow? Great. Yeah. Like if it's a color, then it's like, oh, what a nice surprise. But if it's white, it's just like, well, yeah, fine. Yeah. I don't go as far as monster. I, I just never thought to do that, but I also just don't really care. <laughs> and the second JMO we got was from Allison Rosen herself. I wonder how she got that one picked. Allison says, when she's at her desk working on something, she'll delay peeing uh, until the point that she like can't take it anymore. And then when she does finally get up to go pee, Daniel's always in there. Shitting away. Mr. Poopy Pants, as she calls him. When I'm asleep, sometimes I don't get up to pee. Like, I have a fairly strong bladder. Like, even when I'm hammered, I have not peed myself. Like, I hear that's such a common thing with dudes that are, like, fucking drunk. They pee themselves. Never done it once, baby. And because of that, thank you. Because of that. Yeah, where is it? Because of that, I know that even if I'm, like, gonna burst like if I just go to sleep I'll probably be fine so I will delay it if I'm like really feeling not like not getting up but I mean just get up and pee it's not a big deal do you guys do this at all I've been in a pee bed with a guy before (laughs) been in a pee bed yeah my my first boyfriend at my work Christmas party, he got so drunk and then uh, he peed the bed and I was so mad. Like, I, I was not even mad. I was just like, sad. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, what, that is amazing. In a, what was the? Will you delay peeing? No. <laughs> no. You, Megan, do you delay your peeing? So there are a number of things as I get older, I decide, you know how many times you've thought this? I think just knowing yourself and doing something else instead is the right answer. And one of those things is, wow, if I have to pee, I will be distracted by having to pee the entire time that I hold off peeing. And therefore, if you need to pee, go fucking pee. So this was, this was about... This was about, um, bye. Where's she gone? She has to pee, she said. Oh, really? <laughs> Go on. I mean, that's it. I, I, if I have to pee, I have learned why be distracted by this if you can just go now and get it over with and come back and be able to focus for the next hour versus not being able to focus. So this is not what I would call scientific, but the British car show Top Gear, I think it was them, they didn't experiment because in endurance racing where they will like do a race for 24 hours, like um, they do stints, right? So like they'll have three drivers and each one has to do like, you know, four hours at a time or whatever. So if you have to pee and you're in the car, they were like thinking like, would you be driving even faster? Because you're like 
fuck, I gotta pee, and you're just like flying, yeah, like like like, like yeah. if you had to get home, like you're gonna be fucking flying because you gotta pee like a motherfucker, mm-hmm. or is it actually gonna slow you down because like your mind is occupied with man, I have to pee, man, I have to pee. It has to speed you up. So they did the they did it. They drove around a track having to pee, and it slows you down. I don't trust this. Driving on a track is not the same as being on a freeway. True. And knowing that the experiment is happening, they knew the experiment was happening as they like were I said, doing it. it's not it's science, not but that it's was funny. that was their findings. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's the end of our show. Um, if you want to be on the show, you can reach out to Lisa Lisa Lowry BFF on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can email bffancast at gmail You can get in touch with me. I don't know how, but you can do that. Most likely, I'll reach out to you and then forget that we record <laughs> with guests, um, except for the very rare occasion. Megan, where can the folks find you and everything you're up to? I go on social media so little, you won't find me there. Text me. Trice, where's that monthly text I get from you saying, how are you? Do it. Or I should do it to you. Okay, I don't go on social media. Um, Lauren, where can the people find you? Hello, Trice, by the way. <laughs> um, oh, Doc wants to come in the room. Um, you can find me on Instagram at I made this for yous. That's I made this for you with an S at the end because I'm from Pennsylvania. And it's so good and I love it so much. And I found Aww. it by accident and I was... And I... So when I saw the art, I'm like, that looks like Lauren's art, having no idea. What you have. <laughs> but you have very definitive, specific. You have looks. A, you have a style, yeah. for sure. Um, Thank you. I should mention you can also find me at my finsta at Lauren underscore loves underscore mushrooms. <laughs> and um, is there no trial this, this week? No, that's next week. Oh, I don't know. I think. I don't know. doesn't matter because we don't do that segment anymore. <gasps> Thank you all for listening and we'll be back next week. I love you. Goodbye. With Lisa. Looking in the mirror again and again Pushing the reflection will tell me something I, I can't get hold of myself I can't get out of the situation Walking in the street light Thinking about last time This time I said I would do this right Said I would never break